talking about it all day, setting all-time new records for the cost of gasoline and diesel fuel. Diesel fuel's been doing it for days and days in a row. I've lost track. It's like like 10 or 11 days in a row the diesel has gone up consistently and set new records. Well, gas today, the national average, 437 up four cents from yesterday or five and, and climbing. No end in sight. The cost of oil is going up, so I wouldn't expect that to level off anytime soon. Uh, what do you do to make sure you're right in the right places? You get somebody of quality to talk to you about investments, somebody like Craig Stiles. He can manage your, you uh, any way you want. Fiduciaries, endowments, foundations, family offices, and a lot more. He's with me now. Craig Stiles, good to have you back, my friend. <laughs> good morning, Steve. How are you this morning? I'm a little wound up, but that's all right. Nothing new, you know. But, you know, you look at all these things going on, and you say, gosh, uh, I'm looking for a, a place to, to put the boat in from the storm, and I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> well, when I, a lot of times when we talked early before, uh, I know a lot of people are looking for answers in many areas are wanting to do something as it relates to what's going on in the markets. And the biggest thing that I can address right now, especially if they're looking at their own 401ks or watching the volatility take place within it, um, the areas that we've been focusing on is basically balancing between growth and value mutual funds. And from that time period, uh, not necessarily changing investment strategies, but rebalancing in between them. So normally, if you may rebalance once a year or once a quarter, um, we've already rebalanced a lot of our portfolios probably three or four times already within this first quarter of this year. And that helps the stem pulling the downturn or downside pull of the market, if you will, and preps uh, for the up capture when the markets do have a level of turnaround. But it hasn't been easy. I mean, we're combating not just the volatility within the market, but also the volatility and the pricing for what um, clients are spending their everyday uh, issues on, if you will, if they buying more gas, if they're wanting to travel more. We're having those conversations, and how, where are they going to get their fundings from? And that's what we've talked about, you know, 12, two year, 12 months prior, two years prior. Um, and we've talked about having home equity lines of credit available, locking in some rates, refinancing homes earlier for situations such as this. So this way they have some of that cash flow to where if they're going to be buying a big-ticket item, they're not pulling it out of their portfolios when the market's down. We start to utilize some of like the tools like the home equity line of credit to, to take care of some of those items around the home. So that's the conversations we've been having uh, during this time period, making sure that the portfolios are rebalancing more frequently uh, to take advantage of the downturns. Um, do have uh, clients who have had cash kind of building up over the last year and a half, two years, um, waiting for a pullback. Some of that money is being put back to work. Um, but we know a lot of people haven't got that type of cash flow to be able to do that. And so just the fact of being able to do something, um, the, the biggest aspect that I talk with clients is to rebalance the portfolios. Um, that kind of gives them some some semblance of control as to what's going on within the portfolios, that's for sure. Right. Um, you know, and I think that all makes perfect sense, but I but I wonder about, like, the, the HELOC loans, right, that we've talked about some. Uh, yep. The HELOC yep. loans, they could call those in at any time, could they not? Could they say, if the banks get a little bit nervous, the banks could say, hey, uh, let's bring those in, right? Couldn't they do that? Well, there's the likelihood of that occurring is, is especially when we take a look at what's going on from the the macro view. I, I doubt that would occur just because of the the nature of what's been going on in the markets right now. Uh, could they? Yes. I mean, every aspect for anyone that you've been having a loan or pulling a loan from, you could. Like I said, it's a tool. It's access to the equity within your home. Um, anyone, any bank could actually pull the mortgage, but typically. 
um, that likely would not happen either because the banks do not want to own your home uh, by any stretch. No, they don't want your home. The ability of being able to make the payments and everything along those lines, that's where it's getting us cash flow instead of pulling money out of portfolios immediately. We take, excuse me. Typically, we utilize that to, to to utilize some of those bigger purchases within the home. So, yeah. Uh, so, what would you tell somebody today? I mean, because you probably you probably have this conversation every day. How do you calm somebody yep. down that's calling saying, "I'm getting killed here. I'm in retirement." Because if you're already in retirement, that's a that's a tougher situation to be in, right? You're already in retirement. Uh, your money is whatever it is, right? So what do you do? Well, the conversation we've had you know, for clients have been transitioning into retirement. We've been actually in equity income strategies or dividend growth strategies. Many of those portfolios are actually positive for the year, if not flat. So when you take a look at growth, growth strategies are the ones that have pulled back because of the rising inflation and rising interest rates. Growth companies typically tend to pull back, and that's what you're seeing in the technology industry. Um, a lot of those stocks have devalued. But a lot of the value-type companies that have been paying solid dividends, those strategies are actually positive. If you look at the Dow Jones Dividend Index, that's actually positive for the year. So those type of strategies have actually performed rather well. So many of our clients are already in retirement, um, and we've been utilizing the, the, the dividend income strategy to generate the income during retirement. have actually been performing well. And I mention that because many, when they start approaching retirement, they talk about, well, maybe we should be in fixed income. Many of the fixed income portfolios are down right around 10% year to date because when you're in a low interest rate bond, interest rates start to go up, the value of those bonds are going to drop and go down, especially with the, the rapidness of the, the rise of the interest rate. So uh, dividend-paying stocks have been a, a kind of a safe haven during this time period, um, uh, especially with the rising interest rate. So it's that combating as to growth over a longer period of time. The uh, short-term valuations of dividend-paying securities at this point have been a pretty good safe haven for uh, investors, especially those transitioning to retirement at this point. So if people are looking to rebalance portfolios, get out of some of the growth components, the value-type companies are not a bad uh, safe haven to be in at this point. Well, there you go. Uh, Craig Stiles, uh, keeping us sane in a time when people might be a little <laughs> bit nervous. A little bit nervous out there. Just no a little pardon. bit. Just a, a little, little bit. bit. Craig, always appreciate it. Craig Styles Ameriprise. Look him up online. Craig Styles and Ameriprise. You'll find him anywhere in America. Anywhere across the great state of Michigan where we live as well. Craig and I call the same state home. Craig, always appreciate you being here. Amen. All right. Thank you very much, Steve. Glad to be here. As always. There he is, everybody. Craig Styles here on the Steve Gruber Show, uh, trying to keep us uh, level-headed so we don't lose our little minds. Uh, it is, uh, you know, it's nerve-wracking out there, though, especially if you're on a limited income, right? All right, I'm going to take a break, have sports for you after the break on the Steve Gruber Show. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day at SoaringEagleCasino.com. It's been a frustrating few weeks for the Tigers. The Tigers open up a doubleheader against the A's today, having lost six in a row and struggling mightily to score runs. Detroit has been shut out two games in a row. They've gone 24 straight innings without a run scored, and they are an eye-popping one for their last 33 with runners in scoring position. The pitching is there, no question, but the offense is in a collective rut. 
The hardest might be the fact that there are no quick fixes. This team needs to pull itself out of the collective slump. You hear the phrase, hitting is contagious. It's true. But the unspoken words while in an extended losing streak are everyone is pressing and trying to do too much. Something has to change quickly because drastic changes are tough to make at this time of the season. 